0: This is the Survival Toolbox Podcast, coming to you from yours truly, Elder Richard Pittman Jr. I am blessed to be here today. I am elated that you've chosen to spend some time with me, to allow me to speak into your life, uh, allow me a chance to really... Um, Imparting to you what the Lord Is imparting to me I I thank you for your grind And your hustle And the things that you put up with The ideas that you have and your motivations Uh, And I'm appreciative Of those things because you are making The world a better place Don't forget that you have Purpose and you have Something special That the world needs from you That is right nobody else will be able to Give what you can give And that's why you were put here down on earth. And I want to tell you that because I believe sometimes we forget that the Lord still needs you. He needs everything about you. He does not need a carbon copy of somebody else, what somebody else is doing. He needs what you have, what he put down in you. So are you going to make good on your investment? That's what I want to ask you. Are you going to make good? On your investment. This is not necessarily where I'm going. But. Understand. That you are. Wonderfully. And carefully made. There is nothing wrong. With who you are. You are amazing. In your own right. You are beautiful. In your own right. And the Lord has given you something powerful. To give the world. And as long as you follow after him. He will make sure that your gift shines. So keep pushing, keep pressing, keep moving forward because you do have purpose here on earth. Now, I guess there's not really a good way to sort of kind of segue away from that. Um, And I I guess I'll just, I I really just want to talk about myself for a minute. And I I don't know if this would be the entirety of, of what I speak of in this moment. So whether it's the morning, afternoon, or evening, once again, I thank you for being a part of the Survival Toolbox podcast. Um, Earlier this week, I was um, running around doing some errands, and I happened to have some time um, to myself away from work, job, family, and i ended up taking a, a a long trip trying to get to certain uh, destinations and you know you know uh, a guy like me i like listening to preaching that is something that i like just like listening to music i love to turn on a good message or find good messages by preachers that i like and so i was just in the car and i was driving i was listening to a preacher and he spoke something that really hit home for me, and I I, I really wanna uh, help somebody that may be going through something that they don't understand, and more so in the sense of uh, what the Lord is really doing for me in my life. Uh, the preacher said, "If it's God's will, it is God's bill." I'll say it again, if it is God's will, it is God's bill. And while I was driving, um, I believe the Holy Spirit began to speak to me, and he began to remind me of how I got to where I am today. I just, I want to tell y'all, um, and I've mentioned it earlier on in the first couple of episodes of the podcast that I truly um consider myself blessed for what I had to endure, uh at uh in my early twenties. Now that I've reached the latter part of my my twenties, and uh, being in Atlanta, I, I've endured some things. Even coming back home to Minnesota, I've endured some things that aren't that weren't and probably still considered uh, not so pleasant. But there was a certain type of attitude I had towards God in those times that allowed him to touch me where I am. And he reminded me that in my lowest moments and in my darkest moments, I didn't care about who was around because nobody could help me other than him. I didn't care about the thoughts of others because nobody could uh, get me out of where I was other than him. And so what I would do is I would I was the one um, at church that would run around the church when there's nothing going on. Yeah, I'm Pentecostal. So I'm Church of God in Christ through and through. And we believe in a hand clapping, foot stomping, tongue talking. Okay, church. So um, that's where I am from. And so what I was taught is that when you need something from God, you got to pretty much act out of the ordinary and a praise and or worship type of way. And what the Lord was trying to get me to see is that my lifestyle was different when I was in a position where I didn't have much that my lifestyle, um, really, when I didn't have nothing, I would I would wake up and I would be um, just in a mindset of, of just prayer and praise and worship all throughout the day. I'm just thinking about, um, you know, the day I'll be able to get away from all these hurtful situations while I was in them. And then to be in a day like this to, in order to... See a day like this. I had to. Number one, go to him. And I had to do something out of the ordinary. To get out of a situation. That made me feel like I was complacent. Preacher, what are you trying to say? Sounds like you're talking in circles. What I'm trying to tell you Is. You need to get back to being yourself. That's what the Lord told me. I need to get back to being myself. And what what He exposed was a part of me that became complacent because I was beginning to become successful. Now things came more easily. I didn't have to think to. I don't have to think so much now. I can just go do. Back down there, I I I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. I didn't know what the day was gonna bring. I didn't know if I was gonna get more bad news or good news. However, I walked around like everything was fine. I, I I I walked around as as a young Christian man, um, with really, uh an attitude of like, well, I don't know what today is going to bring, but hey, here I am. Almost like the scripture that talks about coming unto God like a child. Like that's how I had a childish kind of and 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 not a uh uh men a mental way, um but a uh in in more of a spiritual way of accepting that, hey, I can't do anything right now. I'm in a bad place. So I'm not going to uh double down on this sadness and anxiety and frustration by trying to take myself too seriously right now and in those times I found that God cultivates and grooms and see the thing is there are many testimonies that I that I want to talk about but I'm just not at freedom to tell them just yet but I will in future podcasts I will let you know what this year has brought me Cause I know the Lord's gonna eventually release me to say, and speak about the many successes that have come. But I'll put it like this: um, Sometimes we try to outthink God. We really try to outthink Him. When you know you're supposed to do something, but it doesn't make sense, and it doesn't, it wouldn't work like that in your book and in your thinking, and so we try to we we go to prayer we go in and we say, well, God, I need something done. And I need you to perform something a particular way. And you know things are, the ball's rolling, things are going, but it doesn't look like what you would personally do or what you would personally plan. We have to stop trying to put God in our boxes. It has nothing to do with you. Remember, when you decide to give your life to him, you give everything, even your reasoning, and that's why we have faith. That is precisely why we have faith. So when we try to give God instructions about how he's supposed to work situations out that we couldn't figure out in the first place, it's almost like, To be honest, I, I really don't even have the words. It just it's it's not smart to tell the person that knows the entire story how to write it. That's how I can put it. But anyways, um, I I've I am extremely successful, and really, this is the only place I'm expressing this. You will not find me on social media posting about what I have what I've done and where I am at um uh, because that's just not the person I am but I only tell this kind of a testimony because I want to let people know that there's a progression in Christ that w- for a minute I believe that really you know God didn't doesn't really intend for us to live you know a lavish lifestyle here down on earth and that's a lie that is a complete and utter lie because if you read third john verse two you realize what the lord wants for you he wills that you prosper he wants you to prosper he wants you to have a great life but he wants your soul to prosper as well so as, as soon as you fix yourself up and you get yourself together and you put yourself in a position to where uh the lord um or pretty much you, you you give your life to the Lord, God begins to bless you. He doesn't want people to be broken down and beaten and pushed aside. He doesn't want that. That's the trick of the enemy. And some people just have taken their chances. And, and listen, I, I remind you, um, every level that uh, of success that you want is going to take faith. I can say that from experience. There are things that just simply don't make sense. Like on how multiple, and I'll just walk myself down on multiple occasions, I owed tens of thousands of dollars just to be in school, and out of nowhere, it gets paid. Yeah, the money's out there, yeah, you gotta find it, but in crunch time, when I had hours left, in my schooling and in the day and they, I had deadlines, you know, that's worrisome. But to be honest, whenever I got in situations like that, the Lord always told me, don't worry about it. Just go about your day, go to classes. You've already spoken your peace, You told him what you need, go, go about your day. And twice when I began my collegiate career in academia, at Morehouse College. I got the money situation straightened out. And as I ended it at the University of Minnesota, I got it straightened out. But the thing is, are you still being true to yourself? And I... I guess I I can say... That many of us have have a mindset of, of the prodigal son and we don't even know it. That we get so caught up in life that that we forget that it's it's not your newfound success that's going to sustain you. It's gonna be the habits you built up to get there. Truly, when you become successful at what you do. It's not about reinventing the wheel. It's about making it more fluid, more smooth, more comprehensive. Not trying to create a whole new machine for what you have. I I used I used to be a, a an athlete. I wouldn't say I'm an athlete now. I'm just a person that likes to play sports every now and again. But when you play sports. It's not about when you begin to get successful at knocking down you know three point shots. It's about the consistent- consistency at which you're able to do that, which come with which comes with practice and the issue with the prodigal son is that he got so used to being in a great place that he tried to reinvent the wheel but he didn't realize that in his success it hinged off the father so his complaint that I need to go into the world and and, and find myself when he didn't recognize all that he needed was in the father We get caught up and going out into the world and forgetting who we are. And to be many of us know exactly who we are, exactly what we're supposed to be doing and exactly how we're supposed to be going after life. It is your subconscious and what you see in society, what you allow yourself to watch that gets you off track because you believe you have to do something more than what God has already called you to do. And you don't. He He needs you as you are. Honestly, he needs you as you are. But the prodigal son ends up running off into the world, spending his inheritance, and becoming broke, as, as we would say it, broke. And to make a long story short, he realizes that his success hinges off of his father. And he realizes that he needs to get back home. And many of the promises of God hinge off you recognizing that your promises and your successes are hinged off of the Father. Sometimes we look for, like, very deep meaning in things. And something, you know, that we can, like, Whoo, man, that was deep. Let me just be basic. Nothing deep about this. You need to get back to the basics. Don't lose your identity because of the situations around you. I just want to talk to you. I've, I feel like there are people that are finally getting to what they knew they could do. And there's people that are finally stepping in the right direction. And now that you're stepping in the right direction, you are you feel kind of off because if you're like me, you're so used to failure and you're so used to being down and you're so used to not having that when you finally have it, it's almost like, well, I'm waiting for everything to break back down because you're used to seasons of without. And if if I can be a stand-in for confirmation for you, Let me tell you, you're not going back. You are not going back. You better get used to this. You're not going back. You've done too many things to work yourself to this position for you to settle on seasons that left you broken. Just because you're used to them now does not mean you need to go back to them. Do not forget what got you here. What the Lord told me was that you used to praise and worship all the time. It's And, and just as simple as that, I, I don't have to get into the, the, to, to the semantics of it, but essentially I was a man who did not care what you thought about him. In which, disclaimer, if you are in church and you see folks in church, let people be. Remember, you don't know what it took for that person to be sitting in that seat. because a lot of folks would would laugh you know would laugh at me and look at me like oh that boy be running around jumping and shouting you know you don't know what it took some mornings when i wouldn't have food for an entire week and i wouldn't tell anybody anything because i i would trust god and lo and behold he would present some somebody of course he would use people but in my prayer time, he, he would just say, "Trust in me." He maybe cut up my EBT card. Used to be on EBT. I'm just being real, and I would pray. I was losing weight. I was fasting a lot because uh, I didn't have any food, so I might as well dedicate what my hunger is uh, doing to me to something. But God kept me and provided for me, and now I, I didn't put on weight, quarantine weight. And I'm successful at what the Lord's telling me to do. I'm getting better at what the Lord's telling me to do. I'm finding myself uh, having more ease in what God's telling me to do. But then I begin to lose the part of me that yearned from because now things get easier. And no. See, Matthew 6 and 4 says, and really, let's start at 3, but when... Thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Don't tell all your business is what that means. Once again, you don't have to be an open book for everybody. Be a testimony, tell, tell the goodness of the Lord. But some things need to wait until the Lord gives you the opportunity and gives you the okay to open up about them. In which once again, when, I, when I'm at free will, To speak, I will speak about this year. It may come in December, who knows? Verse 4 of Matthew 6 says, That thine alms may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. God knows exactly who you are, God knows the private prayers you pray to him, God understands exactly where you stand he overstands that he's not confused about what's going on with you because he's probably placed you there through the decisions that you've made in your life to keep you protected and it's simply because of what you presented him that he could use in your favor but i'm here to tell you don't lose your identity God's about evolution, but see, evolution doesn't negate the DNA of a person. So what that means is that the same DNA that was there at the beginning, although you're evolving, is the same DNA that is there now. So yes, become a better man, become a better woman. But don't forget that the father is still there. Don't forget that you need to pray. You need to read. Sometimes you need to stop and let God speak to you. Make time for him. Yes, even as a preacher, teacher of the gospel. Sometimes you get lost in moments and in times. But see, your spirit will let you know, because, of course, you I, I begin to feel off like, man, something something's not right. You have to make time. To finish up the prodigal story, the prodigal son ran back home. The father had open arms, gave him a robe, had a party. And the son understood that it's with with the connection through the father that I get my inheritance. This is this entire podcast is based around knowing who you are through God, through him. I wouldn't be who I am today without him. And I find that, I, that every day that goes by I need to keep accepting that he has the best for me, whether I can see that or not. And so I'll end it like this. Um, I recently posted about some things on my Instagram story. Y'all follow me, Richard Pittman Jr. uh, at Richard Pittman Jr. on Instagram. And I I was talking about how the best get back is following God's purpose. That many people that don't like you. Disclaimer again, you need folks that don't I'm not saying create them. Let your success create them, but you need folks that don't believe in the vision for you. Because God uses people like that to propel you not necessarily to be motivators, but he'll take the words of those who speak negatively about you and let those words cultivate the path that they said that you'll never be on. But I was speaking about the ultimate get back. And essentially, the ultimate get back Is being successful in the right that God's given you and the talents God's given. You don't have to be successful in somebody else's eyes or do it the way somebody else says. Somebody else says. But you need to do it the way the Lord says do it. See, the one thing that I know the Lord has called me to do is to use my voice. I'm successful with that because I allow him to use my voice. I'm not going to proclaim I am the best or I have it all together, but I let him use my voice. And there's many things that I, I would like to do. I would like to do voiceover work and I would like to maybe get into animations and movies and do all that. Cause I feel like it, that that would be fun. But my first calling is to help the people of God. And I'm successful because I've accepted the call. Have you accepted yours? And no, it may not be a pulpit, but it may be a, a mechanic shop, it may be a school. It may be a jail. It 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 uh it 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 may be a hospital. Have you accepted the call? Do not forget who you are. There's a person inside you that had to work to get to where they are now, and really, I'm speaking to you so you know who you were. You know what you had to work through to get to where you are now. Don't forget those steps because that's precisely what is going to keep you successful. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You all keep my family in prayer. Uh, rest in peace and rest in power to my aunt uh, who was recently lost. Uh, I dedicate this this podcast to you. Uh, you left behind a legacy and I truly pr- appreciate that. And if there is somebody that I know that was always authentically themselves, I know it was you. And truth be told, Um, She broke molds because when women preachers weren't accepted, she preached anyways. And women pastors. She's a matriarch that will be missed deeply. But we love you and we appreciate you. And I know you have finally met your reward in Christ. Until we meet again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We love you. Thank you for your support. Y'all comment, like, and share. Please tell somebody to listen in. I appreciate y'all. Let's take this journey together. Let's be better together. Let's keep moving. Be blessed.